Pack Your Mics is back. And the easiest way to support us is by going to packyourmics.com slash Amazon. Anytime you're shopping on Amazon this holiday season, just go to packyourmics.com slash Amazon. It redirects you to the monolith itself. But a portion of anything you buy is donated back to Pack Your Mics. It's super easy. doesn't cost you anything. Packyourmics.com slash Amazon whenever you buy anything. And we really appreciate your support. And now on to the show. We're recording. Nice. Yep. Yep. I, I think I'm recording too. Can I get a positive affirmation to start the show? Woohoo! Ooh. <laughs> Welcome back to Pack Your Mics. We are the Top Chef Podcast from the creators of Read It and Weep, and we are here. It is season 16. Kentucky! It's so Kentucky, and we are we are up for it. We are the uh, we are ready for the fastest two minutes in podcasting. It'll feel like an hour, actually. That's how fast it goes. It's like a time <laughs> flat circle thing. Um, we do all our me's up front and throughout. Yeah. <laughs> also, we have knives the whole time. Nobody am, takes our mics away after two minutes. <laughs> also, I'm wearing a really fun hat. Ooh, Kyle's just... wearing the shortest shorts. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do they disappear under your apron, making it look like you showed up without pants to Top Chef? Yeah, we were calling him Donald Duck because we didn't know his actual name. <laughs> Which know. one was that? I didn't know. Oh about. man, it was shocking. There was, was so it? much knee. Who was it, it? It was one of the gentlemen with glasses who was from the Midwest. It Kyle. was. Pizza Iowa. Pizza Iowa. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> his his God given name. We couldn't think. This did is hard. It, did I watch the same show you did? There was just one shot where they pulled back and they showed all the chefs standing there and everyone was normal and then suddenly this one guy had just like legs, just yeah, naked that legs. Was, that was uh, Beets and Cheese Kevin. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, Beets and Kevin's Cheese. Kevin's from yes. Dubuque. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he has a restaurant called Spoon and Stable, which is like. It was like farm to table, but he like flipped it all around. Which just feels like you're getting manure, really. Yeah, it does. That sounds like Ooh. a shoveling job. <laughs> that's um, like a shoveling job when you're being punished. They're like, yeah, you would get a shovel if you'd been good. Yeah, that's said, you're going to take stable. this spoon to the stable. You that know is what I mean? Herculean for sure. Mm. Um, I was just so, about to make that same joke. We all went to college. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of us to the same one. Yeah, that's um, true. So, uh, well, so if you can't tell already, listener, the gang is partially here. So yeah. let me introduce you to the table. Uh, I'm Alex, and uh, joining me in Portland is Megan. Hurrah! <laughs> Good one. <laughs> um, also joining us, it's Chris and Tanya in Brooklyn, which is the Portland of New York. Hey, hey. Hi. And joining us uh, on back on the West Coast, uh, Sarah and Kyle are in Los Angeles, which is the New York of California. Oh, wow. Hello. <laughs> Um, sadly, you guys, Ezra and Sarah could not join us today because they are in Hawaii, which is the California of the middle of the ocean. And they are uh, running one marathon between the two of them right now. Guess yeah. who's running it? No, I mean, you really could guess. You guys don't know. Yeah, it yeah. could be either way. You have no idea. Yeah, no um, I'll give you a hint. Like nine months ago, Ezra said, texted me and was like, do you want to run a marathon with me? And I said no. And I assumed that he was not going to continue. Yeah. But there he is. Just but you know what? He suffers through adversity. De- defying all expectations. He's running. He's Ezra is somewhere right now trying to continue to stand, probably. Yeah. Well, at least he's in Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah, I hope he's eating like some delicious fresh pineapple because he has completed his marathon by this point, I would assume. Oh, that's probably true. Yeah, I guess I don't understand how time zones work. Well, it's like 8 a.m. Oh, no. Or no, 8 or he's, 9. He's, he's probably. Trying. He's yeah, in it. He's in the weeds. He's in the middle. <laughs> he's getting those jelly knees. <laughs> Oh, jelly knees. <laughs> well, uh, sound delicious. Hopefully, jelly knees will be back next week along with Sarah and some background children. But uh, right now, um, it's you've got the six of us and a, and a, and a dog under a table making some a growling noises. Dog. So, yes, sorry. Um, <laughs> no, don't be sorry. I love it. It's my one of my favorite characters on the show. I'd say in the top four. Oh, yeah. Wow. I, he's definitely the most opinionated in our household. <laughs> Well, let's do a quick catch up because I haven't talked to all of you in so long. Um, uh, like, like, let's do a feels dump, right? It's season 16. Um, it can drive a car now. Yeah, that's true. I did. They, they, this, they've done a couple where they did two in a year. So it's probably actually like 14 years old or something. But this is our yeah. sixth season. We are six years wow. old. Wow. Wow. 
Shouldn't drive a car. No, no. Yeah, definitely keep away from cars, everyone. <laughs> but but maybe like a, a tricycle. What a do you get in first wheel? grade? I was going to say power wheels. Yeah, yeah, power wheels. Based on the ads we watched during the show. <laughs> um so how like like uh let's start in brooklyn you guys let's just just dump your season 16 feels how are you doing how's this are you excited that the top chef is back very excited yes yeah. yes we we celebrated the premiere by opening a bottle of martinelli's we've had in the fridge for a little bit oh yeah uh, you were letting it age to perfection that's right uh that sparkling cider <laughs> and uh we're just we're, we're very very excited i think or at least i am i don't know yeah feeling good feeling like this season is continuing the trend of like everyone seems impossibly good at chefing. So how's it going to go? Yeah. Strong start. Super strong start. Um, And like, I don't know if it's just that we're, you know, in our sixth year of parsing this, knowing we're going to talk about it later, but I'm feeling more and more like able to understand like all the chefs right away. Oh, like that sounds braggy. That's not true. Watch Ooh. me not know anyone's name. But really, like it just right, seems which like which one is the uh, former parole officer? Oh God, don't do this to me. That's mean. <laughs> That's I, mean. I, I'm what I mean. I think what I mean to say is just like I like even like that girl. What was her name? Michelle or something? Where Michelle I was like, Minori. who is that? Yeah. Yeah. Where like it would take me normally like three to five episodes to figure out that there's a brown haired girl I don't know. And I immediately clocked her as like, oh, I'm not going to know who that is. Let me figure that out. Yeah. Like, oh, hey, me, Whitney. Yeah. Let me get into this really quick and like right. get sorted. And it could be just the way things were structured. But like, I guess I just feel I'm feeling a little bit better at like dealing with the sheer volume of people at the beginning, mm. which is nice. Yeah. The, Michelle has a fast casual pasta bar in San Francisco that looks super good. Called yeah. Barzato. Oh. But also, is that... Risotto? Is that what we're doing now? Yeah. But is that going to be enough? Like, does she have enough pedigree? Does she have enough training and grit and drive or whatever? She, uh... She worked at a couple... Watch to see what happens! She's worked at three Michelin star restaurants in San Francisco. Okay. So, maybe. Um, I'm just looking at cheat sheet. I don't remember all of this. Um, uh, LA, how are you guys feeling? Wow. Well, I really... I love Top Chef. I love coming mm. back to it. The first few episodes are something of a brain vacation for me personally because <laughs> I free myself of the burden of having to remember anyone's name or deal. So I'm yeah. constantly oh, yeah. going, who's that? When they come on screen as if Kyle knows any better than me. <laughs> uh, but I really liked it. I thought it was fun. I really enjoyed that they gave me exactly what I wanted in the first episode, which was major hats. Yeah, hats. Yes. And horses. Yeah. Lots of looks. Yeah. Lots of looks. Both right out in the, the kitchen. And in the audience. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, like, what does Kentucky even have left? I know. They <laughs> We've really, seen I, so much. I thought this was going to be like a halfway point when they're really like, and now everyone gets a mint julep and we put on the hat yeah. for no. this quick fire. But no, they did it right out of the gate. And um, one. And that's kind of exciting great. because it means there's like all the stuff about Kentucky I don't know that they're going to like slowly reveal. Because I, I was it, it, like with Boston, they like made us wait before they got to baked beans. So like this mm. one <laughs> was like, look, we'll give you the obvious thing. Now we're going to surprise you. Yeah, yeah. Really well, and next week beans. is just bourbon week. Yeah, so, so the yes. two obvious is, and then they'll surprise me. <laughs> Basically, everything we're going to see was hidden in this first episode, and we're going to slowly, bit by bit, go through all the details. Ooh, There's going to be a fascinator challenge. <laughs> yeah, season 16 brought to you by J.J. Abrams. Yeah, <laughs> cool. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm excited for the season. I feel like we watch a lot of TV, and I think this last year we've watched more food TV than ever before. There's so yeah. much. It's like there's so many different really good food shows and competitions that you can just like scroll through Netflix and discover. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting watching Top Chef in this like peak food TV universe. Totally. I, I That's similar to how I was feeling actually right now is that like when we first started watching this, it's been a while We've all, you know, been living our separate lives, not podcasting about food TV, watching everything differently. And I was like, is, is Top Chef still going to resonate with me today? And it, I was so excited during the show. I think the most yeah. recent thing Megan and I have been watching was we started watching that Netflix um, Final Table, yeah, mm-hmm. which I am not a fan of. And Ooh, am so, like you. I was so excited for all of the things that this does better than that. Uh uh, yeah, like for example, they don't pretend they're in other countries all the time for no reason. Ooh. Um, Final Table well, that's does mostly the host. Yeah, he's, Listen, he's like, I and like now Final we're in Table Spain. Other than the host. I think the host was not 
my personal preference. No, mm-hmm. mine either. Actually, Kyle kept being like, and we were watching all these food shows this year. He kept being like, should we should we talk to Pack Your Mics? Should we do like a special episode on this food show? <laughs> like, he was very excited about this. I would. Yeah, we've watched a lot. Like Sarah's <laughs> obsessed with Lords and Ladles. No. <laughs> Don't get me started on Lords and Ladles. <laughs> there's this like weird British show that's like a mix between Best New Restaurant and Shark Tank called Million Pound uh, Menu. Menu. Yeah. It's like wow. all about restaurants in London. And like I thought it's just like no, this. It's in Manchester. Yeah. Sorry. It's like this God. slightly altered version of the American food scene that like I kept thinking huh. like, oh, I get this. And then they just have the it just would make no sense. Oh, I'm so like interested have, in like, that. I'm going to watch that for sure. It's cool. Uh, I'm going to need a table. list of all these so-called shows. <laughs> oh, Lords well, and Ladles? I, I, Lords, Lords and Ladles. And ladles. I, just I don't want to, to believe we actually have real. to talk about Top Chef, but I have to real quick describe what Lords and Ladles yes, please. is. Yes. That siren going by is my excitement level <laughs> rising. Um, so Lords and Ladles is a show filmed in Ireland where these chefs go to different old grand houses throughout Ireland. And one of them has to cook a meal based on an... I'm sorry, this is so loud. I don't know why it stopped outside of our apartment just whistling. <laughs> they heard you were going to be um, talking anyway, about Lords and Ladles. And they're like, excuse us, we have an emergency. They're like, wait a minute. Too excited for this show, which is definitely made for older people than me. Um, but like these three chefs go to these great houses and one of them has to cook a menu based on like an antique menu. Like, From like oof. the late 1800s. At the latest. Or earlier. Yeah. And then one of them has to, like, go, like, shop around and, like, talk to local vendors about what their, like, signature products are. And one of them just learns about the history of the Great House, which is inevitably, like, well, we're a British family who came over here sometime. And we have a complicated political past in this country that we're going to kind of gloss over. <laughs> Here's a war oh my knife gosh, on I'm the wall. I'm so excited right now, you guys. <laughs> it's so good. And then they make this menu and it's all, like. The grossest It's, food. like, jellied calf's feet and, like, five <laughs> different types of weird puddings made with carrots and this like, is on this, netflix yes, yes. Uh, there's two seasons adding. there's three. Oh my god it's <laughs> so so good adding currently and you know what don't feel bad about talking about this this is what people want from us i think they're, we're not the only for. ones adding to cues as you talk I hope I hope everyone discovers it and is as soothed as I am by all the shots of like old men in tweed walking through fields talking about who planted that apple tree. There's That's all tree. I want. That's all I ever want. Yeah. <laughs> there are some truly inbred people. Oh, that's oh. rude. <laughs> Just like the frail old men who are like clearly from like no. families, cousins marrying cousins I don't agree. to keep the house in the family. <laughs> oh, I love this. Um, I'm positive they're listening. The lineage is strong. (laughs) And we've kept the manse. I'm so excited about these things, especially because I can't watch the new uh, British baking show because Paul Hollywood's just shaking everybody's hand now like it means nothing. (sighs) It's it's disgusting. He's just giving it out now. Ugh. It's the Paul Hollywood show featuring baked goods. It is. Everybody was like, you know, the one element of this show we need to hold true no matter what changes. Paul Hollywood. Ugh, okay. Anyway, um, uh, but I'm so I'm so excited about Top Chef. Megan, how are you feeling about Top Chef? I'm feeling really excited about Top Chef, mm-hmm. and you actually like Final Table more than I do. I do like Final Table, despite its faults. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, all I have to say is, someone made a vegan soup on the show, and yes. it was awesome, and it worked. So I am just really excited for for what's to come. Sarah, you are aware vegan soup. This is a tough racket. Yeah, where does the fat come from? Yeah, well, yeah, making making vegan soup that tastes good is a very difficult challenge, and he. I've never done it. Oh, it's so excited! Yeah, I don't. Um, coconut milk is your best shot. Yeah, I think, that we've ever had. Yeah, coconut milk is 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 key. Is the key. Yeah, he did it without coconut milk. Yeah. Um, Umami so, bomb. So yeah, Umami bomb. Well, so let's get into the show. Uh, we're so glad you could all be here, and everybody listening could join us to talk about our sixth season of the show. Um, so they like they open the show opens into the downs. They were just right there uh, at the Kentucky Derby, not anywhere near Derby season, probably, but we're right there at the horse track. Uh, they have to cook outside, but it, and it doesn't seem like it smells like horses, which is a good because cooking outside at a horse racing track is actually kind of gross when I say it out loud. Yep. Um, but uh, they kick off the quick fire with the fastest two minutes in Misen Plus where they have two minutes to do all of their knife prep and then 20 minutes to cook sans knives 
and they are in teams of three. Uh, this is not the first no knife challenge, but I believe this is the first time they've done a knife for two minutes and then knife's taken away, right? I think it's great. Yeah. Yeah, but I was very stressed someone was going to cut themselves. I mean, this is they do this all the time, so I shouldn't be... That's not me doing this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I would cut myself in two minutes for sure. Well, yes. and I was like, clearly they're all going to plan better so that they don't like need the knife later because they've been told really explicitly. Like, it would be one thing if they were like, they did all their me's and then they were like, we're taking away your knives, guys. Yeah, that's but true. But they like told them, like, you're going to have to figure this out. And then people still were like, oh, no, no knife, my yeah. steak. It was very surprising. <laughs> and yet the steak team was like, we'll just cut it later. That was so funny. Yeah. <laughs> but also, like, this is nobody knows each other, or very few people knew each other. So it's like you, you There's two there secret best friends, Chris. They're okay. True. <laughs> there there are two best friends. Secret best friends. However, best friends. it seemed like from the edit, they did not have a lot of time between put on your coat and clocks running. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And so there wasn't the, okay, here's exactly how we're going to plan this. Which is you why know? Silicon it, it Valley just, had to uh, order everybody around like they were his sous chefs. Oh, you mean our fake planted villain? Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't get a read on that because they definitely played up where they wanted us to not like him. Yeah. But then when, like, later on in the episode, and it seemed like he was actually just, like... Giving real feedback to Adrian, just like... Yeah. yeah. Like, which is maybe weird and out of place like that yes. suit in the competition but i was also like i feel like we're being very clearly manipulated here yeah i felt yeah. super yeah. manipulated i was like i'm supposed to hate brandon and like yeah. he looks really hateable but yes. then i think he might just be smart and normal I, I, feel, yeah. I feel dumb that this was my first reaction but like i saw him and then he said i'm from silicon like the that area yeah, i'm a private, private chef. chef and i was like oh did you actually cook food or were you a blood bag for Peter Thiel. <laughs> yes. Like, do, is that what you call Private boy. Chef? Is like providing the sustenance via your plasma yeah, to a, billionaires? Yeah, he's a plasma server. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, dark. Um, that was That's where I went to. That's, I'm a, that's I'm how I'm approaching this. That season. you went there and everybody else was like, don't manipulate me, magic elves. And I was just like, just eating the pudding, as they say. I was just... That's not a th saying. I was just all in on being manipulated. I hated that guy. Well, he has he has the haircut that is easy to have an opinion He's got on. a hateable haircut. He's from a hateable, hateable place doing a hateable job. And then he's just ordering people around like they're his servants on his first yeah. minute in the show. And yep. also his like, flashback picture made him look like the bullies from the OC. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, yes. man. I, I bought it. I believe it. I hate him. I'm in. <laughs> but like the OC, the bullies became friends. Oh. Yeah, that bully yeah, is one of my gotta, favorite You got to be prepared for him to be right about your, your stuffed pasta. He yeah. was right about his, her stuffed pasta, but why? Like, she didn't need him to tell her that. And why did he think that she needed his opinion? I think no. he thought if she pivoted away from stuffed pasta sooner, she could have done a better job. That's true. And I don't think he's wrong. Yeah, he wasn't he, wrong, he, which well, might right. make him. And more he wasn't of a wrong dick, in the first challenge either. He did a good job of leading that brigade, and yeah. I still hate him. <laughs> you can be not wrong and still a monster. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Like, well, we're gonna like have to Alex watch Trebek. Brandon's journey over the season because I feel like he's probably not going away next week. No, I, don't I mean think so he's, he's, he's got okay. skills. He's yeah, he's got the edit. You and know. Caitlin had to go. What a sad early personnel decision. Ugh, okay uh happy to talk about the elimination yeah let's finish, let's wrap up on the quickfire so um yeah. steak team forgot no knives but recovered brilliantly by not making a steak with no steak they threw away the steak they did beef fat they used the beef fat to make carrots and a beet pickled egg all these things anyway and they totally pulled it out they nailed it yeah i, yeah, I like a sexy egg yeah that was clever yeah and yeah, I, I and thought it was a, the way they edited the recovery, the way they just like were like, wait, can't cook with the steak. What are we going to do? Um, beef fat on the vegetables. We'll poach an egg. Like the way they did that was like, oh, you guys are really good. That was very impressive. And the way they like pried all the fat off with uh, tongs. Yeah, they tongued yeah. it. <laughs> now, this is probably more process and thinking through a dish than we saw all last season. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like it was impressive. Last season was real short on process, and we saw the process going through with like four different dishes. Yeah, yeah. Well, and also, I guess I'd love to get everyone's opinion on this. I felt like this was one of the stronger quick fires to introduce us to everybody. Yes. Yeah. Like, 
it was so much easier to understand who people were when they were in like little groups and you could kind of get a taste of every like yeah person's personality and like just see what was going on except for you was- yellow team <laughs> couldn't tell you who no, that is it was, it was brian michelle and david we didn't get oh, to know that was all. the um the rabbit with in the pan with the lid on oh, top yeah. yeah we yeah. just got that lid problem oh yeah the lid problem mm. he side-eyed that lid in in <laughs> the most clearly visible fashion brandon they could have saved it yeah, yeah. It, it was the white team that they didn't show any of the cooking from oh, oh yeah. that's true the tile fish yeah fair yeah, enough tile fish what is a tile fish? Yeah, exactly. that's made up. This is this was my and I was like, it could be a tile fish for all I know. <laughs> my understanding is that tile fish is a very ugly fish. It probably oh. is. Yeah, that's we've gotten rid of all the cool fish and now we're just eating really ugly fish. Mm. All the trash fish from Italian Christmas. Um <laughs> Oh yeah, remember the twelve trash fishes? Yes. <laughs> Vaguely? Drop my memory. <laughs> There's like a Christmas challenge or a holiday challenge where like a, a, a traditional Italian oh, Christmas yeah. tradition is cooking fish, and they had the trash fish of Christmas. <laughs> they kept calling them trash fish, which was so funny. The 12 trash fish. Um, I feel like that's a good way to refer to me after I've been run ragged by the holidays. Where I'm like, I'm a real trash fish at this point. I just need to go home and sleep. <laughs> just flop into bed. Um, wow. Well, uh, I, yeah, I thought it was a great start. I thought we got to meet a few people, but then in a largely predictable twist for people who've seen the show a lot, your teammates become your enemies. That's right. Your teammates become your enemies because uh, mm-hmm. for the elimination challenge, you are now cooking in whatever the opposite of teams of three. Enemy groups of three? Um, pods. Tide pods? Yeah. Tide pods. Tide pods of pods. three. <laughs> the tides have turned on this group because um, they are cooking for uh, David, the guy who runs the food program at Churchill Downs, which... I guess is a good, I don't know. That seems a little bit like you're like a stadium food kind of person, but he seemed like he actually yeah. knew like food really well. It's like you're the head chef for him. the Oscars. Like nobody hears about you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but it like, is a very fancy event. There's a lot of money in the room. So I'm yeah, sure the True. There's probably some very fancy restaurant parts. Yeah. Yeah. And if you look at the kind of like stands area, whenever we watch it, like it's a bunch of drunk people in the infield, like it's a NASCAR event, but in the stands, it's basically like fancy boxes of ultra rich people. Uh, so you want to make food for those ultra rich people, and there's a lot of them there. So that's got to be like this. Actually, this is a great a level of point. Execution. Can I ask a qu- clarifying question, Kyle? Um, yeah. You sound like you know a little bit about this. It, the the one chef kept making jokes about being on the infield and how trashy that was, and I do not yes. did yeah. not know that. That's the people's infield. <laughs> is that, yeah, that's what I, I gathered that, that that's where the, the fun people go. But is well, that it's standing room only? So those are like the cheap seats. It's like uh... being on the floor at a concert. Yeah. Or being a General groundling assembly. at mm-hmm. the Globe, you know? Yes. Oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. You know, peeling oranges and making body remarks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for bringing it down to my understandable level. <laughs> um, yeah. But is it? also where the cool kids go because like the floor of a concert is also where the cool people are no it's not i i would say the cool no. people are in the stands like the celebrities are in the stands in their boxes but mm-hmm. in the middle it's like all the people who are like the people who don't have seats at an amphitheater concert but are in oh, like, like the blankets yeah They're it's just, the blanket uh-huh. zone except it's in the middle of where horses run <laughs> Okay. Okay. Perfect. Um, so, so they're they're cooking for uh, for for these fancy, not those people, the box goers, probably fa- fancy yeah. hat people. And the challenge for the elimination challenge is you can cook anything you want for two hundred people. So, uh, the world is your oyster. You just have to make two hundred oysters um, in two and a half hours. In two and a half hours, thirty minutes to shop. And you have a weird horse themed judging where they put your name on a. Bulletin board that looks like fake grass. And yeah, we were saying that's messed up. They did it in real time. Yeah, because like then I, the one guy came back and was like, "Please don't let that stop you from eating yes. the food." Yeah, they announced yeah. during like, yeah, the party you were the worst. Yeah, that's, it's real bad because you had some groups where the third place was still better than the second place of all the other groups. Totally. Yeah, yeah. it was just a default. Like um, Sarah was yes. one that, that I think where that was like they all did great. Yeah, yeah. And they said they were. It was a photo finish because Tom nice dusted Good off horse his term. book of colloquialisms and <laughs> took a took a rifle through. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that got old for me pretty fast. 
I, I'm, I'm, I'm here for the it. horse was where I said, oh boy, out loud. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I just am more manipulatable than the rest of you because I'm up for it. I was like, give me more, Tom. Keep flipping through there. Find more, more sayings. Played you like we a fiddle. We had watched this in a weird place because we just came from a movie that we hated last night when we watched it. So oh. I think we were feeling cynical. We were in a salty head zone. Yeah. Oh, which no, is what basically movie, what Tom's movie? life. His salty head zone is the name of his spinoff show. Uh, what was the movie? It, where he Sorry. called aggressively seasoned head zone. So, um, just some notable dishes from this. Uh, uh, some of some of the tops. Uh, there's a, a Pablo's tilapia crudo, as we mentioned before. David's vegan soup, his umami bomb of mushroom soup that he made because he did not know or correctly purchase items for the recipe uh, gnocchi. for gnocchi. Like he either forgot the flour and that was important, or as Tom pointed out not important but anyway that blew my mind i was like what is it made of then that i know it's potatoes exactly well, what i thought potato, potato flour right isn't gnocchi potato flour it's mostly you potatoes but potatoes. he had the potatoes he just didn't have flour also so like could you, yeah, you do you need some, some flour do you need no to like flour? roll it like you gotta like have something to bind it i don't know well i what i liked was he said i couldn't do it because i didn't have the flour and tom didn't say you don't need flour idiot he said but the question is do you need flour and i was like <laughs> Yes, and then they moved on, I guess. It was weird. It was a very uh, sphinxy moment for Tom. I also I like Apparently, dated. you can make it with just potatoes, guys. Yeah. yeah. That's this alarming. This is crazy. But you can also change gears really for alarming. the second time in the day where someone changed gears and made a better dish, probably. with his. He made vegan soup, one of the hardest things to do, and he nailed I it. I was going to say, I feel like gnocchi is rarely successful on Top Chef. Yeah. Like it feels like it's it's in the same family as risotto, where people are constantly like, "No, I can do it," and then everyone's like, "No, you can't." <laughs> and especially uh, for two hundred, that seems like it would fall into the tomato cobbler zone. Totally. It's like this would work if you were making it maybe for one person, but yeah. Yeah. for two hundred. Also, has so many questions dish. about that tomato cobbler. Yeah, well, yeah. so we'll get to the bottoms, but first, one more Natalie's ceviche, which won the day, was a uh, a top dish. Also, all the hats were notable and and wonderful. Yeah. I was there can for the small hats and the big hats. The... Oh, I'm sorry. Ahead, speaking Chris. of hats. Oh. Go ahead, Kyle. No, speak of hats, just, sir. <laughs> there was one moment I want to call out. It was like the moment in addition to like the no pants chef that I had to pause and go back. Mm. There's like a picture of Kelsey with her son and husband at a pool. Yes. And they were oh. all wearing drastically different hats. Mm. Oh. Like one was cowboy. Dad... Kelsey was in a cowboy hat, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly. And her son was wearing like one of those like Russian winter hats. What? <laughs> That's what it looked like. It was unclear. It, it was a massive hat that seemed like it had ear flaps that were folded up. Like Maybe the three of them were at different parties I mean, you know, and they got photoshopped together. Themselves. I, yeah. I, it looked like a Photoshop child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Classic Photoshop child. Uh, weird. I, I may I, just go back and try to catch that yeah. still. Um, I just wanted to say about the the winning dishes is when they were showing the top dishes all next to each other, they all looked exactly the same. It was like stuff piled up on the side of a shallow bowl of liquid. Yeah. And Ooh. we had the, the vegan soup and then a crudo. Talk and slower, Chris. That sounds ceviche. awesome. Yeah. Ooh, stuff <laughs> next to a pool. I don't know. Shallow like a child liquid. with ear flap hat. Yeah. <laughs> um. I uh well, I mean, on a, a, a question about hats. Um the women's hats are all phenomenal and the men's hats all look like you're in a dumb barbershop quartet. Are there <laughs> cool men's hats for the down for the for horse racing or is it just is a women's event? I feel like there's more accepted variation within women's hat silhouettes than there are in men's hat silhouettes. Like yeah. if men were more willing to go out on a limb and adopt some of those other shapes, I think they could have as equally fun of a time. Oh, I want I think a jaunty there's some weird gender I- expectations. In I would love that side small hat with a large piece on top of it that looks like it should not balance, but it does. Oh, like a fun fascinator. Yes. Padma like was rocking the Princess fun fascinator. Eugenie one. <laughs> Yeah, it looked like she had a tweel on top of hers. It was cute. <laughs> yeah, I like it. it. And like it was understated in size compared to most of them. But I like yeah, it. well, and I feel like dudes, it's more of a bow tie opportunity than a yeah. hat opportunity. Mm-hmm. Like that feels real right for the. There derby. were a couple of uh, like very splashy fabrics for suits as well. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I feel like that's where you where you go wild. Yeah, I just want. I'd rather. I'd rather go with a more staid suit and a funner hat. Live your truth, man. Well, I you know I'm I'm limited by the haberdasher's imagination. Mm. So, 
my truth does not yet exist. And then in the bottom, uh, Kevin's super safe beets and cheese, Adrian's not filled pasta, and Caitlin's soggy biscuits. With yeah. the soggy biscuits coming in Steamed. a, it seemed like possibly even Steamed a distant biscuits. third. Yeah, uh, Kevin, step your game up, brah. That's, yeah. Uh, it, it wasn't a good appetizer in 2003. It isn't a good dish uh, in 2018. Welcome to Chris's salty headspace. No, I'm sorry. Just plain ricotta with, with it not just seemed, really It seemed seasoning. very minor. And he was so proud of showing the technique of making ricotta that someone else also did. Yes. Both ricotta dishes yeah. in the bottom. Ricotta sucks, apparently. Well, it can be it can be mishandled pretty easily. And yeah. you really should work harder just in general. It, it, like everyone's making ricotta now it, it seems like every other cookbook we've gotten like has here's how you make ricotta never buy it in the stores it's going to taste better if you make it yourself yeah so it seems like ricotta is ricotta is the new guacamole is it? i guess Ooh. so yeah. yeah secrets out on ricotta yeah interesting 2019 toast. we all get fat does it but cheese you does can ricotta make. turn brown if you leave it out for 10 seconds <laughs> no save it that way <laughs> um i i did not know that uh, that ricotta and beets were so obvious and so boring but it just seems like not enough effort have you been to restaurants in the last 20 years no we can't afford restaurants mm. have you have you pushed your face up against the window and imagined you could smell things <laughs> um, yeah, have you gone to like those f- five-star michelin-starred restaurants and just prod your nose against the glass <laughs> or just like read the menu <laughs> they do love they do love those fancy diners love turning around and seeing just a 34 year old man with his face smushed onto the glass <laughs> like looking hungry <laughs> i don't know i it's weird to make a dish that is just ricotta and beets because one of those two ingredients sucks and uh which one wait was it ricotta were you serious about no like i don't that? like beets um, beets. Oh, boo! I like beets. I know. Your I feel bad problem. about it. I'm the I'm the problem, but they just taste like no, dirt. No, you're vomited. not the problem. Anti beet hive over here. Yeah, high five. It's like hard in my household sometimes when I want to eat beets, <laughs> and I I make her eat it outside. Have to crouch on the street. <laughs> you could take that filthy habit to the porch. <laughs> Megan also likes beets. I understand that it's it's also stupid to be a vegetarian who does not like one vegetable. I feel like you got to take what you can get. No, that's okay. I hate celery. Oh. We all have our things. Oh, man. What do, do you not like the stringy bits? Yes, and the flavor feels like someone forgot to put flavor in the vegetable. <laughs> yeah, that's that is true. That's a, but it's a weird thing to hate like that someone just left this space blank. Mhm. I don't know, the man. Stringy bits are annoying. I, yeah. Um, I like them. I don't like self-flossing food. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good policy. Um, I do not love soggy biscuits, though. Um, no. Good transition. Yeah. How did she... Yeah. I get Like, Tom... This is one of those things where Tom sometimes tells you that you did a thing wrong in a way that's like, how did you not know this was going to be wrong, dummy? Like... Well, I don't want to say I, I didn't think he was that mean about it. No, but, but just I like I think that that obviously. soggy biscuit was probably worse than the edit let on to try to make it yeah, more even. I think that's a, fair. a gloppy, soggy biscuit that's been steamed in tomato water is probably not great. Oh man, steamed Ooh, in tomato yeah. water. Wow, when you put it like that, <laughs> say it slower, Sign Chris. Yeah, and then you made two hundred of them and let them sit in a chafing dish. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Seems it seems fair, like tough but that fair. Dish isn't the only thing that's chafing. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Megan, what's up? Um, I I was super sad though because Caitlin, early on in her cutscenes, I thought she was fun. Um, yeah, I thought her gray sweatshirt with like a couple little flowers on it was really fun. Like the light floral print, I thought she was what? just she just seemed neat. And then yeah, and her only open on weekend weekends brunch restaurant. Oh, uh, yeah. Cooking with such Caitlin, good, CWC, the restaurant named after her video series. Man. Yeah. Sad but to that's see. That's why I think that that's why she was set up to fail in this first challenge, because she's used to cooking three days a week and cooking for like a brunch audience. She's not making 200 servings at once and not cooking at that kind of like scale. So that opens her up to like the mistake she made. Yeah, I mean, yes, and 
I mean, you can't always trust that. I think that probably in her case was a contributing factor. But then you had like Natalie hasn't cooked in 10 months, wins the first elimination challenge. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, Natalie's not a cook anymore. That was so impressive. So she's cooked for zero days a week for 10 months. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Man, um, she also, uh, Caitlin just opened her second restaurant this week. Wow. Good timing. Yeah. It's really like some revenge restaurant opening. (laughs) Don't you miss me, Top Chef? Look at this (laughs) new restaurant. Yeah, man. Um, I was sad about it, but I don't want that. What what do you, uh, Megan, if you had like the biggest crime, is it like boring dish, soggy dish, or what was wrong with the pasta? It was just not filled, but like, was it? It was not. The egg to flour ratio. Oh, yeah. It was a little The pasta's bad, and there were too many other things on the pasta. Like, the pasta, like, not only was bad, but also got lost in, like, pea shoots, which seems insane. Yeah, that's that's (laughs) wrong. Yeah. Um, Well, I I would have to agree with the judges on this one, because my least favorite thing in the world is soggy bread. Oh, yeah, you hate it. Megan will not do a bread bowl. I will not do a bread bowl. Can't do it. I feel like anytime your bowl, like you're you're done eating, and then you're like, oh my my dishware. Instead of doing dishes, I get to eat a loaf of bread. I mean, how could you not be delighted by that? I just I love bread. I just don't like it soggy. Mm, Yeah, I don't like soggy bread either. Uh, I don't even like ice cream cones. You know? Whoa! Wait, wait, Chris. What pretzel cones? I I I like my ice cream in a cup, sir. Have you ever had a pretzel cone though? No. Okay. That is on your bucket list. Okay. Pretzel cones are rad. Okay. Just but if they get soggy with melted they ice They don't because they're pretzel. They, they don't, don't get they don't get soggy. Yeah. And they have an extra like salty aspect on it. It's very okay. nice. Okay. Okay. I'm listening. Yeah. I'm listening. <laughs> you can't eat your cup. That's the I can eat my cup. I feel like I have the win there. Anyway. No, you can't eat your cup. I mean, whether you want to is the, the deciding It's question. really up to your stick to at that point. Um, yeah, yeah. If you're committed to eating that cup, you will eat that cup. Well, but I'll definitely eat a pretzel cone. So, Kaylin goes home for soggy biscuits, uh, and uh, and we're off to the races, as Tom would say. Yeah. Do we have any... <laughs> uh... our dish horses with yeah. our tiny hats made out of uh, cling film that we're using to wrap... <laughs> Mm. No, no, no! Don't stop. Keep it going. <laughs> nope, I'm done. Yeah, and our, our, our with hidden valley horse range. whipping sticks that are knives. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, I like that. Um, it is. Uh, so, but fortunately, Caitlin has one more chance. Uh, she's off to Last Chance Kitchen, which starts right away because Caitlin is facing off against three veterans: uh, Brother Luck, Chef Jim, and uh, I'll take just the cheese toast, Carrie, and um, the like. Well, Brother Luck is on his. Uh, I think 43rd last chance at this point. Yeah, right. Brother yeah. Luck looks yeah. subdued. <laughs> he did seem subdued. I agree with that. Um, also, I was like, do you want to be back here? You don't have to be back here. <laughs> yeah. Did you uh, want to like go to work or something? Like, why are you still yeah, it's here? Like, does this make you happy? <laughs> I will. Yeah. It's interesting this time, especially with the three, having the three of them um, who are, like very good and have been on the like done a lot on the show it feels like last chance kitchen is less a chance to get back on the show and more just a separate web series from the top chef creators mm-hmm. well yeah, i i didn't think this last year when they had when they started this conceit of bringing in vets but this season it makes it feel more like a video game or like how blood sport has <laughs> the like the super fighters that the oh. heroes need to beat to get like to move on because it's like having three oh. different types of chefs that we already have an affinity for so you have brother luck is like the big giant muscle like imposing force yeah. carries the elite assassin uh-huh. and then jim's kind of like the yeah. oddball yeah they like can do anything yeah. yeah you know how Bloodsport like, had fun dad <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite character on that show on the movie uh fun dad uh but of the yeah show, they kind of show Smith. up as like these yeah. figures that if we want to either like watch them as fans of them that's right that's great but then they are like titanic foes for the current season members I just felt like as much as it made sense because then you can have a last chance kitchen right away and you don't have to wait for another person to get out. It True. seems 
again, like whenever you bring in veterans in a situation like this, it just seems a little mismatched. Because you have somebody who like Mm -hmm. biffed it on their first Top Chef challenge ever. And then you have people who basically made it as close to the end as like, they made it close enough to the end that we all know who they are. It wasn't Carrie like third or fourth. Yeah, yeah, like it was, yeah, she was like in, like very close to the final, if not in the final, if yeah. I remember correctly. Yeah. And like, it just doesn't quite make sense. Like, of course, like Soggy Biscuit didn't make it through the first round of Last Chance Kitchen. Like yeah. that yeah. doesn't really feel like a surprise or like a warranted thing. Well, I, I, I guess I have two thoughts on this. The first is... It's going to be really cool after a few of these when we see one of these veterans get taken down, I think. Yes, that's um, true. And I think it's a vote of confidence in the caliber of contestants they have this year. That's a good to say, hey, we have, yeah, always an optimist here. Yeah. But, I, you know, we have all these great chefs. Look how good the quick fire was consistently across mm-hmm. the board. Look how yeah. good these dishes were. Like, we had a few failures, but not failures the way that we're used to seeing failures on catering challenges in Top no, Chef. That is true. And so some of these folks, like, they're going to get eliminated, sure, but then they're going to bring it. And I think this LCK is going to get uh, better in quality quicker than any other one we've seen. That's my prediction. And I also have to say that I'm really glad that Chef Jim was included in this. First of all, yes. because obviously yes. he's awesome. Yes. Uh, he's but second of all, greatest. because he was on that season where they brought in half veterans yes. and half yep. newbies. Yeah. And so it, it seems appropriate for him to get, Very a, appropriate. get a chance in this arena. Yes. Uh, 100% was he agree. the last newbie left in that season? He was. Yeah. He was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, I, yeah, we did get a little farther into this discussion than I thought before we said, by the way, hi, Jim, you're the best. We couldn't be happier to have you on our TVs again. Yes. Yay. Way to go, Jim. Uh, I haven't reached out to him yet, but I'm going to send him an email tomorrow, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to get him on in the next week or two, have him chat with when us. When he about- made his iconic entrance through the yes. barn door. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the best. both went, Jim. The best. Chef. Is yeah. Chef Jim trying to push a, a barn door up? Oh, but I've done that though. <laughs> oh I've no, I've, that. oh for sure. I feel it. Oh barn yeah, doors are dumb. Jim, you should have been able to come in that way. I'm sorry they did you like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, there should have been a PA pulling open the door or something. It was. Yeah. It yeah. was a booby trap. Or at least be like, hey, here's how you open this door. It's not like a normal door. <laughs> yeah. Just FYI, I know you're really yeah. nervous right now because you're on TV. Yeah, that's so fair. <laughs> But he was, it's just such a great gym moment because I feel like other chefs would be like shaken by that or be like, it would be sad or mean. And with Jim, it was just like, just so much love. I was just so happy to see yes. him and like, of yes. all the people to mess up a door, I loved it. <laughs> oh, I couldn't be agree. happier. Um, yes. Yeah. Sorry about your fish gravy though, buddy. Um, they did not care. It for sounded th- good to me. I was excited for fish gravy. Yeah. that's. A, I thought it was a neat idea. I've not had a lot of fish gravy, but. I thought it seemed like it could work, but apparently it did not work. Although it was still better than Caitlin's uh, raw biscuit. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. Top Chef life hack, Tom likes fish. So. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. But also it, Top Chef life hack, if, if something is something you can, quote, do in your sleep, don't do it on Top Chef. Just don't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Try. Yeah, that is, a, that is a setup for failure so often. Um, or like my Nona loves it. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> um, I did. So I, I guess I feel like the way with the veterans, just to, one more thought on that is that um, it's insanely unfair, totally unfair. And I don't mind. I'm just, uh, if, if it weren't, if it were anybody besides Jim and Carrie, I would be very upset probably, but yeah. I love both of them so much. And I'm so happy to have a show. Like just, we maybe just don't call it last chance kitchen, call it like, uh, like slaughter, kitchen but like slaughterhouse kitchen huh. Sla- what a fun <laughs> slaughterhouse title three um huh. yeah or like or uh blood Spoon sport what's it about <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, i've just called something else because i just want to see these three people come back and like if you say like oh if you get eliminated from the show you can run the gauntlet of 20 episodes where you have to win every single day against jim and carrie like (laughs) i'm into that show but it's just not really a last chance it's like really a slim maybe just slim chance kitchen slim pickens kitchen (laughs) brought to you by slim pickens gravy votes well anyway i yeah or or just no chance kitchen i'm fine with it i just love i just want (laughs) here's what i want i want just a, a cooking competition that is top chef like it's built by the top chef people so it's got the look and the feel of it and then every week, somebody has to cook against Jim, and Jim has to open a different kind of door. 
god. <laughs> no Chance Kitchen from the Magical Elves. <laughs> so Honestly, oh, trying to open a door incorrectly is one of my biggest social fears, so I feel like I would not watch that show. Yeah, it, <laughs> just based on much. that. But what if he had a good attitude about it the whole time? Maybe that would help you with your fear. I mean, he fear. would. I just, my empathy is too strong <laughs> in door-related situations. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm like the person mm-hmm. who tries to open a door wrong for like several times and then like laughs and draws other people's attentions to it because I'm so uncomfortable. Oh man, I'm so sorry this happens to you. Yes, thank you. Me too. Jim, I would never wish this on you. <laughs> That's fair. Oh. Um, also, guys, uh, I just keep thinking about Spoon to Stable and I can't. <laughs> no, <laughs> I can't. No. <laughs> I can't. Why? Why are you? Like, why hey, are you Timmy? taking the food to the stable? Jimmy, what are you doing with that spoon? <laughs> oh no, not to the stable! Not again! Like why? Uh, I would also watch that show probably. Um, I I do want to throw in here. Uh, I would add uh, Megan if you would read from uh, the mailbag real quick about uh, our interaction this morning with Brother Luck. Yeah. Oh Brother Luck tweeted at us. Mm-hmm. That was very oh. exciting. Um, and, w- and uh, so we had uh, complimented Chef Jim on his uh, best entrance on top sh- in Top Chef history. <laughs> uh, and Brother Luck... Uh, I did. It was me. That was my <laughs> joke. I thought that was fun. Uh, I uh, meant it entirely out of love. Uh, well, well, Chef Brother Luck uh, tweeted at us and he said uh, that Chef Jim is one of the nicest chef chefs he's ever met and a, pl- and a pleasure to cook with him so and, and i i believe that felt to me like he thought we were being too mean to jim and he was like sticking up for him and so uh i i i believe jim knew in his heart that that was from a group of people who love him and thought it was fun yes but it's also kind of it was like i thought it was kind of nice to have brother luck to confirm what we largely knew that jeff was super nice and that it's fun to work with him and and also to, like that he would be willing to stick up for him on the internet. I think it was kind of fun. Yeah. That's great. Um, Megan, do you have anything else from the mailbag this week that you want to read? Because I feel like it's time for mailbag. Whoa. Oh, we went electronic. Yeah, that was like a, that was so like a spell sound on a cartoon, like the fairy, like. Yeah. And now I'm yeah. a dog. Now you're a dog. <laughs> but now you get to have a dog adventure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Will you learn a lesson about loyalty and friendship? Oh, I can't wait. Um, well, yeah. Well, with that magical noise, uh-huh. um, uh, thank you, everyone who wrote into the mailbag this week. Um, we had a few things we wanted to highlight. Um, so, uh, on Facebook, uh, CW uh, said, and I'm sorry, I can't. Uh, Louis Villian? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Louvillain? Louvillain? <laughs> um, um, a yeah. Louis villain? Louis villain, yeah. Louis villain. Louis villain. Uh, anyway, he, he lives in Louisville. Uh, and he is super excited for the new season and to see the city represented in hopefully yeah. pos- probably a positive way. Um, he is really disappointed disappointed that there are no louisville or lexington chef testants both cities have mm. huge and awesome food scenes and he can't believe that they could only find one chef in the sh- in the state to compete yeah. oh, that's interesting mm-hmm. i, I, I do like the fact their restaurants also i believe i don't want to, i don't like to gender people i believe c-dub is a is a uh, a female um let's just try oh. to they for everybody I, this is just you reading the letters cw because i copied them into a document for you so can i do my yeah. problem May I do it again? You may. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't want to edit it, though, so you'll just have both copies in here. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, CW. Uh, you're whatever you want to be. You're great. Um, but hey, if you write to the mailbag, feel free to tell us your pronouns. You're, yeah, we would we would uh, totally appreciate that if, if you uh, would pass along. Also, if you make up a word like Louis Villain, feel free to tell us how you'd prefer us pronounce it. It's pronounced Whoville. Yeah. <laughs> 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 looks very Whovillean. Uh, anyway, sorry, C-Dub. Uh, but yeah, I it was what a great, what a great point. I don't know. I'm, I'm always just sad. There's not more Portland people every the last couple of years. We had like two out of the top three one year, and then that one guy who made s- bad smoked meat, and then they're like, Portland is punished forever. So, <laughs> I think maybe it comes in waves because I'm sure it's like people who are busy running their own restaurants, doing their own things, mm-hmm. you know? Because it has, I, I'm sure it's not that 
I'm sure there are a bunch of people who just don't have the time to audition for that. Totally. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. And I do like the how the it seems like the shift testings are coming from more or lesser represented areas. Like we got Pizza Iowa mm-hmm. and then uh-huh. uh, the town of Pizza Iowa. Uh-huh. And then the guy from Minnesota, I really dig his vibe. Yeah. Who's that? Hat. Hat. Chef oh, hat. hat. Chef Hat, yes. Yeah. Uh, this is how we watch the show, by the way. So this is really like you're on the couch with us while I ask who everyone is. And Kyle has to come up with fun nicknames on the fly for me. I mean, one of my favorite things, if you've listened to the show before, is that is fun nicknames for chefs. So I'm all about it. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's like it, they are coming from like areas that previous seasons haven't highlighted. And I, totally. There's only like one chef from California and one from New York. Yeah. If I'm remembering correctly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's right. cool. It's really cool. And I'm excited to have it become more normal because at some point we can phase out like, because I feel like they now have to spend like the first three episodes being highly defensive about where they're from and that gets old really yeah. fast. Yeah, like, totally. I know they feel, you know, underrepresented and people are probably terrible to them about it, but I personally am always just like, I bet you can cook really good. So just <laughs> calm down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're here. Uh, Megan, you actually had some mailbag that I thought was related to that. Right, yeah. Um, Danielle on Twitter says... Friend uh, of the pod, long-time contributor. Mm-hmm. Uh, super excited to see some of my culture, West African, finally represented on the show, and I'm rooting Ooh. hard for Chef Eric. Yeah. yeah. There's some yeah, I'm excited for cool. that, too. I'd... I already didn't know what the thing was that he made in his shrimp dish, the, like, honey... Yeah, shito, oh, yeah. Honey glaze, a, a Ghanaian shito. Yeah. That sounded so good. Yeah. And I'm really excited to see some new stuff too. I'm yeah. super excited about that. And he is the guy who Kwame teamed up with um, to do the restaurant in DC after Kwame had a good oh, season. Uh, oh, that's great. Yeah. That's cool to know. And he also has a curly beard that reminds me of my beard. It's nice to see my beard self represented <laughs> in the media. <laughs> Everybody just wants to see themselves reflected on television. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad your beard culture is finally accepted by the <laughs> chef world. We have Kyle's beard culture, my bad at doors culture, <laughs> all the culture. Yeah, we're all being represented here. I guess I'm I'm probably the the douchebag that right. I'm I'm probably the guy you don't with have the pompadour. To do that. You can pick whatever you want. Oh, can I? I feel like people can pick for me. Yeah, you could definitely pick whatever. I mean, you are you want. two mm-hmm. feet taller than your mother? Because that could be your culture. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite, but that is a pretty good one. Then maybe oh. that's me. I'm also two feet taller than my mother. <laughs> Wait, isn't uh, uh, one of the chefs worked for super, like worked with super villain Nick also, right? That oh. is right. That's Eddie. Eddie, Eddie Conrad. Eddie, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Eddie looked scary. Yeah. <laughs> there he is. Yeah. He, he seemed like he had no idea what he was doing and was surprised that he cooked food. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, he and he yeah, he's, he opened with a crudo, the uh It's a classic. Yeah, nobody got nobody got uh flack for doing a crudo. That's I true. immediately my first thought was like, wow, you had two and a half hours and you sliced some fish, huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Uh man. Uh man, yeah. Apparently apparently it was good. A nice texture. I mean, one assumes. Yeah. Um, I was just if re- anyone heard the actual feedback, we have to assume it was good. No, I, I yeah. believe. Uh, anyway, in the in the cheat sheet that Chris expertly prepared for us this morning, um, in parentheses, the, the judge note was nice texture, great first dish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. must have turned out all right. Um, what do you? Uh, well, let's, let's see what Jane had to say in the mailbag, Megan. Sure. Um, so Jane said that the most interesting part uh, for her of the episode was um, the announcement of top safe bottom chefs of each group. Normally, no one cares about second or third, but when there's a consequence to being third, I found myself very interested in the two thirds result than the first. Um, uh, sorry. More interested in the in the two thirds, the second and third than the first. Right, so two, the two and, and three. First. Yeah. Uh, maybe other competitions should as- adopt the same method. All bronze medalists are evaluated, and one competitor will be banned from the specific competition. <laughs> oh my gosh! Can you imagine at the Olympics? Yeah, yeah. Like, this is a tremendous accomplishment, but now we're making it a punishment. Yeah. If you get fourth placed, you can try next time. But if you get third, yeah. you're done. You're compared to all the yeah. other thirds, and like, we're, it's like, oh, third place shot put, you're done. 
Although no. I think this also helps to distinguish the chefs. Like you get so much more True. context for because normally when mm-hmm. everybody's safe for you know ten episodes at a time, you have no idea who any of those safe people are because they never talk about their food. Yeah. True. Yeah. 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 There's Whereas if, as in this one, all the third place chefs were put into sort of a third place hunger games, <laughs> you know, you see who you know, survives. They were placed yeah. in some sort of spoon stable. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they were given one spoon and told to go to the stables. I feel like the uh, there's also this classic lesson in Top Chef, which is if you get to pick a team really fast, assume that they will also be your enemies later. Yeah. Like if you're going to grab your friends for a team, you will also have to cook against them. That happens a lot. Yeah. Well, and yeah. speaking of teams, I don't know, just like I think the team mentality is going to get real weird real fast because I, you know, I don't want to talk too much because the Magic Elves edit is weird. But next week seems like there's some team drama. And then we know that we get restaurant wars early. this Right. Year. Well, the yeah. way they edit, the way they show that in the preview is like there are three restaurants and everyone like loses their mind, which just seems like the same for us. Um, the only thing that makes that interesting is if they do it earlier so that there's more. Chef still at Can you imagine if they just did three restaurants with smaller staff? Yeah, teams yeah. of two. Yeah, that would be bad oh also. <laughs> it's like the number of restaurants isn't that interesting to me. It's the number of chefs in each restaurant. I, no, guess. I don't know. Three restaurants, one restaurants. team of chefs. <laughs> Sorry, every, that was too many at a time. Uh, Sarah, what did you say? I just said I'm interested in there being more restaurants. Okay, but well, I want to hear what Tanya It worked said, for you. You were up for what they were down. doing. Tanya, what were you saying? <laughs> Oh, I just said three restaurants, one team of chefs. Three <laughs> 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 restaurants in one oh. night. <laughs> oh, that's that would be weird. Um, uh, also, one one more thing, maybe for Megan from uh, from J number one. Oh, uh, J number one pointed out that if you look around and if you don't see who the weakest link is, maybe it's you. Classic. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a classic rounders thing. There was a I can't remember. I believe it was it Caitlin. It was somebody else. Yes. There was somebody who I think it was someone else. Who who dur- during an interview, just said, "I've looked at everybody. Everybody is super good. There is no weakest link here," and that does feel like, like it's- it was pimento egg. Oh, Kelsey. Sorry, I saw Kelsey and read that as Caitlin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was Kelsey. Yeah, yeah, it was like a. It was like it's a really uh, positive and like great thing to say, and but that's the risk is that it means that you're just the the person who's the weakest. I think it was a good observation. But she did quite Jay. well. I especially like it because Megan said that out loud as soon as Kelsey or yes, Kelsey said that. Mm, it was actually Julia. Was it Julia? Yeah. Oh, I don't usually watch this with other people. <laughs> uh, sister of the pod, Julia was watching it with us and she pointed that out, not Megan. So sorry. This is the, literally the only time I've ever mixed you two up. Um, <laughs> ooh, uh, ooh. All right, let's shake that off and um, try to wrap up the show, you guys. Uh, does anybody? So, oh, so that's Megan's mailbag. Uh, yeah. thank you Megan and thanks everybody who writes us in uh, you can send us an email mailbag at packyourmics.com oh we did get a great email from Mary by the way mailbag at packyourmics.com that said are you coming back for the new season no Mary we are not are we um, <laughs> <laughs> we never left <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah we, we've been here for years um, on Twitter at packyourmics facebook.com slash packyourmics and of course packyourmics.com uh, we would love all of your mailbag contributions, your thoughts, your questions, your comments. We uh, we read them all, even if we don't read them all on the air, and we really appreciate having them. Um, and yeah, this I guess in our last wrap up, you guys, uh, it's time for your first prediction of the season. Who is going to win, Megan? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You're handling this pretty well th- for think, me not telling you I was going to do that. I think they're all winners. They're all winners. So they're that's all a good winners. answer. Uh, Chris and Tanya, who's winning this year? Um, you know what? I'm gonna say like well rested, won the first challenge. Let's go, Natalie. Natalie, yeah, good. Also, like maybe a yeah. I don't know. I'm ju- I'm just I'm interested. Yeah, Chris. I like Justin. Hmm. I think he's gonna do real good. I hat. love Justin too. Who's hat. Justin? Hat. hat. Chef Hat. Oh, Chef Hat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 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 he can cook uh, southern food. He's from Minneapolis. He had a great pivot on the uh, on the beef to egg. Yeah, that was and, smart. Uh, in, and shows. I don't know. Seems like he has an even temperament, which usually is is good for long term success. But I don't know. Uh, Sarah, who's gonna win? Um, I'm gonna go with the same prediction I have every season, which is Padma. <laughs> She's, this She's is her year so far. <laughs> And you are always right. That's true. I'm always right. She's always there till the very last episode. It's true. She's never been eliminated so far. And that cannot be said of other hosts of the show. 
It's true. Um, what was her name from the first? Well, the latest name from the first season? Uh, exactly. Oh, I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even watch that season. I did read. I so think. sometimes on my phone, it just like gives me things to read, and I'm uh-huh. like, oh, I have other stuff to do. But anyway, so. <laughs> Um, that's such a good summary of life it was like here's a thing about top chef where like stuff you didn't know and i was like okay i'll click on it and so um but one of them was they were editing the first season and there was this during judges table there was like this beating like drumming sound and they couldn't figure out what it was and it was her um heart uh, oh. on the mic because she would get so nervous for the contestants oh. that her like heart oh would beat gosh. so so, um, so wait so wait, so yeah. what is Podbar is this is no, Katie this Lee Joel f- yeah Katie this Lee Joel. The first, yeah. yeah yeah she was she just um had so much compassion for them and oh. I thought that was that was that was neat being eliminated neat for your empathy and then they brought in Padma who feels nothing <laughs> uh, do, do we know which chef's heart was making that shrieking sound during the Churchill Downs challenge? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell. Um, Kyle, who's who's your winner this year? Uh, I, I'm going to take a swing and go with Nini. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. I, I like her style. Uh, I think that she's going to bring like some interesting flavors to it. Yeah. And I, I think... Based on how this went and the preview for next week, maybe team challenges might not be uh, her strongest. But I, I think that if she's able to like cook her stuff, she's going to do great stuff. And I really appreciate that she showed up on the first day like dressed in what she felt was a really representative outfit of her. Because she's like, I wore my hot pink jumpsuit yeah. and I came in to like, say who I am. And now I have to be in a team challenge. Yeah. And I was like, I really relate. I would have worn something also insane. It was so, she was so fun. And then also. It wasn't insane. It was good. Also, but, Brandon I mean. talked all kinds of shit in their group. And then she bested him. And it was great. Yeah. yeah. And just to go into like the preview for next week. I like that she has my exact same like conflict resolution style of if you don't want to do things my way fine you can do it by yourself (laughs) it's good and healthy is that big-hearted always healthy um my my pick for winner carrie hard to vote against carrie uh Mm. i hate to say that jim because i love you and i want you to win um but i want also just want to eat cheese toast for every meal and so does carrie and i like that about her and I feel like you can't vote against all the veterans. N- not not one of you sees a veteran coming through this whole thing and winning it. I think that's very possible. Yeah. Oh, I just I feel like that would be really unsatisfying. I wanna I wanna fall in love with new chefs. But you know what is I satisfying? Love all my old chefs. Just the top of French onion soup. Mm. Mm. Just the melted cheese on some bread. Actually, yeah. I had a really good French onion soup a couple months ago, and you're not wrong. It's <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, I also, I ha- we have to do a last minute shout out. They have branded cloth grocery totes, and maybe they had them last season, yeah. but I don't think so, and I'm obsessed. I think they're so cool looking. So if really you are cute. listening to this show and you know how to get a hold of one, let me know. Yeah, at maybe. CW Smith on Twitter. Yeah. Just give a shout. <laughs> I want a tote with just a knife on it. I want it give it to me uh <laughs> i will uh yeah i'll i'll dig through our contacts and see if i know anybody in in the production office over there who might have one lying around i'll see what we can do i think we've earned it by giving them this show for six years p- talking about their show the mm-hmm. least we could get top chef is a gd tote. tote we want one branded yeah. tote that's all we want well we want yeah, the probably most three, we one get, free house. by the way also if you're listening to this and you're on magical elves and you know how to like hire a bugler who will just follow us around <laughs> That'd be pretty Ooh, good yes. too. I want that bugler to be in every episode. He and his smartwatch are very important. <laughs> he was at the at the at the track. It was like we fit in here perfectly, and then he showed up at the party too. And I was like, "Listen, trumpet, you might want to chill out a little bit." You and your cult of post are hired for the season. You're, no, I, I, this I is think, an outdoor trumpet, man. I don't know. I, I think it'll grow ever more awkward, but then it'll come all the way back around, circle, and he'll become sure. a treasured family member. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's gonna get adopted by Tom. He's gonna start dating Padma. It's all happening. I oh like my god, it. I'm gonna write this rom com. This okay. Well, that's our official prediction. So uh, whoever wins the season, Padma and the trumpet player fall in love. That is our <laughs> final prediction. Um, we are gonna go. Thank you so much for listening. Please send us more info, more uh, questions and comments and feedback to the mailbag. 
we are going to be around in some group or another. This is going to be like last season where we'll have some combination of podcasters here every week on the show. Really appreciate you sticking around with us. Um, uh, packyourmics.com for anything that you need from us and for us. Uh, before we go real quick, Chris, huh? sorry to do this. You what? have to go podcast against Jim in Last Chance Podcast. No, or, I can't win against Jim. He's the greatest. <laughs> no Chance Podcast. Uh, yep. Sorry, man. Pack your mics and go. Uh, thank you for being here, Tanya and Chris. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, sorry, you sound so sad. Thanks for being here. Great talking to you, Sarah and Kyle. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's a true honor. You guys don't know how dedicated I am to doing this show professionally, but I looked towards New York when I said goodbye to Chris and Tanya, and then I turned towards what I think Los Angeles direction is when I said goodbye to you guys. I don't know why I did that. Aww. That was weird. Um, and then all you the know way- the cardinal directions in your home that well. Well, yeah, California's like meh, and then New York's like way the other way. Yeah, and all he's right. probably right because this is an audio show. <laughs> you, why <would> you- <laughs> <laughs> we have a window, you know. I could just see. Anyway, Megan, always a pleasure. I'm pointed tra- straight toward the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for some reason I got Megan wrong. Everyone else I was like right at you guys, but with Megan I pointed totally towards the ocean. <laughs> um, no, I should point towards the ocean. Uh, uh, Ezra, keep Ezra. up the running, jelly legs. <laughs> we can't wait to have everybody we're proud back. of you. Uh, yeah, we're, we're all so proud. Assuming you did it, and even if he didn't, we're still proud because we proud either way. Yeah. Proud no matter what. <laughs> uh, don't poop yourself. All right. Anyway, um, <laughs> or do if you need to. Don't feel shame. <laughs> <laughs> right, all right. Oh, also there were bidets in the Top Chef Mansion. That's yes, oh, yeah. in another. a group living situation for everyone to feel at their maximum freshness <laughs> and dampness. Um, all right, well, thank you, everybody. Uh, we're, we'll be back next week. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Great to be back. Thank you so much for listening to Pack Your Mics. We will be back again next week with another episode. In the meantime, whenever you're shopping on Amazon, remember to go to packyourmics.com slash Amazon, and a portion of everything you buy is donated back to our show. It's the easiest way to support us. It costs you zero things. Packyourmics.com slash Amazon, and we really appreciate you supporting our show.